We are good. Here we are. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Into the Smodown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If this is the very first time you are joining us for an episode, thank you so much for joining us for one of our live shows. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. I forgot to bring up the notes before we started. Anyway, here we are. If you like what we talk about here on the show, please give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Also, if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and comment with a review or comment on this video with your thoughts. You can follow Galaxy Geeks at Galaxy Geeks 1 on Twitter and at Galaxy Geeks EL on Instagram. I heard myself in a wee bit of an echo, but that's okay. I am your host, Elon McKegg, and joining me as always, he is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. He is Luke Stuttered. Luke, how you doing, buddy? What's up? So, are you going to tell the great audience who might be premiering on this episode? I am not. I want to keep it oh. suspenseful, like a little secret. Because oh, if we okay. go ahead and give away all of our secrets at the top of the show, then, then it's one of those... Oh, I already knew. I want to be surprised. You know, plot twist, surprise. That's why it's sort of why the Marvel movies doesn't tell us a lot of the secrets, especially when we want all the secrets for Spider-Man No Way Home. What is that movie going to be? I don't know. Yeah, but also, that. what are you? how are you doing, buddy? How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. This should be a fun show today. Um we have a awesome match to talk about that happened this past Friday. A hundred percent. I told everyone last Monday that I was going to do live reactions. Unfortunately, due to, again, being in L.A. for vacation. Again, this is my last day officially here. So I'll be flying back tomorrow to Tennessee. But due to me being in L.A. and due to the setup that I have to create for this i ultimately didn't find it fortuitous to do um live stream reactions but hey i was able to get a lot of the reactions done early i actually today just got done editing the marisol title match reaction i already mm. got that one fully um edited so whenever that video goes live on the schmodown page expect to see that going up very soon, which again, that's going to be the aforementioned main match that we're going to talk about. But before we even talk about any of the matches, before we get into the recap, let's get into our main starting segments of our show. Luke, we're starting with Rookie of the Week. Show the lovely audience who we have decided our Rookie of the Week is. There's only three left, including this person. So after there's only two left. So who is our Rookie of the Week? Our rookie of the week, and I did a little bit special because he was not on the original foes. So we are going with Ross Arsenault. Yes, Ross wow, Arsenault. Wow, I hope I got that right. <laughs> I'm hoping the same thing. You and I basically made an agreement of we won't talk about any of the FCO players who are in the um, rosters until they have their match because they're not officially rookies yet until – they're not rookies into the MTS until they have a match. And that was our agreement yep. with even the rookies who had already been drafted as well. If they're not, they don't have a match. We won't talk about them. However, Ross is having his match this week. This Wednesday actually is going to be his debut match. So I decided we're going to talk about Ross and Ross through my research. He is a very successful businessman who honestly, I don't even think he needs to do Movie Trivia Shmodown because of how um, successful he is, but he's <laughs> doing it anyway because you get to um, he gets to do um, movie trivia, and I think that's what's great. You want to be able to do Star Wars movie trivia, and you and I just watch exactly another Canadian Shmodown competitor. You know, you gotta love the Canadians. They're all they're all there. So we nice. go. There's Brian. We've been yeah. missing Brian. Thanks, Brian. Um, also, you and I just did a reaction. So this Wednesday, you'll be seeing Luke and I actually reacting together to the Nikki DeMolanta-Ross match. And we thought, we're not going to spoil it, but we thought 
Both competitors did amazing, and he proved himself why he deserves to be in the movie trivia showdown. It's a great match. Can't wait for you all to watch it. And yeah, I think Ross very much, he's going to be someone to look out for this season and next season. Hopefully if he gets drafted again, or if he has to be stuck in or have to be put in FCL again because of the way they're deciding to shift everything up. But what are your thoughts on Ross without spoiling the Nikki DeMolanta match? I will not be spoiling anything about the Nikki DeMolanta match. What I will say about Ross is he is a great competitor. I think he has a great future in the Schmodown. And that's no spoilers on the match, but in saying that he is such a good competitor. And if anyone has any information that they want to share about him or anything else, please let us know in the live chat because we love inter- interacting with everybody. Oh, 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 I oh. did not know I, that. I've not I heard thought, that yet. I honestly thought that there was still going to be at least a mini draft. Because there were still going to be some factions, I at least thought that much. But now seeing Ooh. that, I'm so I'm so curious what the faction race is going to look like next season, since it's only going to be five per team. I'm very curious yeah. what it's going to look like. Wow that that makes a difference. So insane, and that actually helps us with the rookies. Like <laughs> next year, there won't just be like a rookie class. It'll just be all right. Who's premiering this week? Yeah, I think I think next season you and I will have to do a little bit better keeping up with the FCL since FCL is going to be a lot of competitors. Yeah, what, yeah, what you said, I, Brian. We had solved that, but I also I was not for sure if they were going to do a draft per that, but I guess they'll just keep five players from each yeah. of the factions. Yeah, that that's probably sense. what's going to happen. And then throughout the season, new factions may debut uh, – Old factions may disappear. Again, my entire theory is that Adam Witt's going to split from Kaiser in the dungeon. He's going to start his own faction. That's just my thoughts on the entire Adam Witt-Kaiser thing. But that doesn't have anything to do with Ross, which, again, Ross, great competitor. Can't wait to see him continuing on in the Schmodown next season and even in this season. But that was our Rookie of the Week. And next up, I believe is manager of the week. I don't know what graphics you no, have up next. No, um, it actually, because of the order, I am going with player of the week because yeah, our right. manager and player of the week are super important. But I want to say this before we dive into the, well, when we start talking about this, this player of the week is probably the, one of the most important players of the week of the entire season. This is an Not even- important not even of the season, I mean, just in the history of Schmodown. There's a reason why we called this a moment in Schmodown history. I am very excited to show this next one, and that is Marisol McKee. Ugh. Justice has been served indeed to everyone who hasn't seen the title match. I don't, I mean, spoilers, I'm sorry, but at the same time, I'm not sorry. This is this is a match that, of course, it was going to be spoiled the moment it went live because oh, yeah. everyone wanted everyone wanted to know what was going to happen and everyone wanted to know the results. And plus, with how um, um, significant it is, <laughs> hey Jeremy, there he is. Thanks, buddy. There he is. Thanks, buddy. But, but with how significant this match was, there was no way it was not going to be spoiled day of. Because no. the moment the moment she wins that title, everyone everyone was talking about it. Again, like the way people were saying it was very much a yep, corruption yeah. invita- invitational at NYC. I'm looking forward to that. That is going to be the hardest match I'm ever going to choose for, by the way. How, how excited are you that they're they're doing where factions can play against factions? Originally that was a Oh vote. yeah, I remember that. I'm so glad they're doing Go ahead. Who would have thought been Marisol and Chance, though? That is a very... I think a lot of people would not have thought about that. I think a majority of people would have expected, like, a Bateman versus Merle instead. But I'm so glad it's Marisol versus Chance. I'm so glad that Marisol is currently on the pedestal that 
she deserves to be on. She deserved oh, yeah. this title match. Like at the very beginning, I remember the beginning of the season was just trying to determine if she was going to have a positive record or if she was going to have a negative record because if she would have lost Vinnie Mancuso. She would have been one and two. She won two and one. And Ooh. then she just kept on seeing Mike Ooh. managing. Oh, that I is like very. That. I will well, gladly enjoy that. Oh, I like that. Brian, you've given so many good ideas recently. Ooh, I love a, it. I, I I don't know. I will say I think Shannon will and let's actually move on to and speaking of Shannon, let's move yeah. on to our manager of the week. And that yeah, is Shannon, Shannon Barney. Shannon Barney is our manager of the week. She won she managed two victories this week, I believe. Hold on, let me double check. I have my notes up. I promise. Uh, yeah, she managed. She managed both of Deception to win. Adam Collins won the beginning of the week, and then Marisol won the title match. So yeah, Shannon very much deserves to be. Um, Shannon very much deserves to be in the manager of the week. Yeah, corruption's back at first place. I'll be honest. I didn't think we were gonna see that. I did not think. I thought I love- Quirky Mertz would have been in the lead for the longest after that. Um, after all those that those team wins, I thought Quirky Mercs were going to be at the top, but it's corruption. It seems to always go back to corruption in the dungeon somehow. It, well, here's the thing. Last year, the dungeon did not do well. I think the dungeon, not fully, but in a small way, is following the path of the Finstock Exchange of last year, mm-hmm. where they are the faction, because the dungeon is the faction. Yeah. Because if you remember um, the Finsock Exchange last year, they they had almost everything. The only thing they didn't have was the IG belt. Uh-huh. And Man. this season, the dungeon started off winning the IG belt Ooh. and then winning a number one contendership for the singles title, then winning the singles title. And then, like, dungeon started really high. And then just quirky mercs, usual suspects, corruption. They all just chip started chipping away. Finsock Exchange started chipping away at the dungeon. And I think very much the dungeon really needs to start. And this is nothing against the dungeon. The dungeon needs to start doing something to make sure that they're not left at the back of the pack. Because that's what well, could happen. Like this week, there's a match that could very much cost Dungeon some points. Well, in saying that, we're going to dive into the first off, Shannon, great job being the manager of the week mm-hmm. this week. She did an excellent job. Secondly, we're about to go into our recaps, and we have a special guest joining the stream, and that is Suge Knight. <laughs> if, or one sec. He's not even in yet. <laughs> you were so ready. Like, look, we got Shug. And he's so like, excited. I'm not ready. I was so, ex- I was was so, so excited. I was so excited. Never mind. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It when he's when he's fully ready, he can pop in. But yeah, we're, oh, we're about to go. Oh, in- chill himself. <laughs> <laughs> look, Ooh, this is going to be fun. Look, when I, when I look back at this week, there was two Den matches. So we'll see his thoughts for these two den matches. And then when oh, we do yeah. if we want if he stays for prediction, we can get his thoughts on the next three matches. Which again, like yeah. this upcoming week is gonna be the start of the Star Wars tournament, the end of round one, and the start of round two for the singles tournament. Oh, the predictions this week should be fun. But let's oh, yeah. go ahead and move into our recap. And we're starting out with the Coyote, Adam Collins versus PG, Peggy Govins. This was a rough match. I don't want to say rough match to watch because I very much enjoyed it, but it was one of those, man, it's it sucks for Peggy because she's going up against Adam, and Adam very much... I mean, um, he was a champion last year. yeah. So yeah, like in also losing to JTE, you're very he was very ready to get a victory. And he wore the Sally Carrera shirt. Yeah, I I felt like he played a great match. I I think Peggy I hate that this is where she started. 
I, I really do. I hate. She this was in a one. bad quadrant. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, yeah. If if I, Peggy would have gone up against oh, yeah. anyone oh, else, yeah. Adam played perfect. Yeah. I. That's the thing. I feel like if Peggy would have gone up gone up against anyone else, maybe she might have had a better chance. But because it was Adam, I'm going keep. Keep um, filling time. I'm gonna go to this match stat wise. Oh, there's an okay. Adam Collins um, actor. I should <laughs> I should have prepared this, but I didn't because I wanted to get the stats. I I just know that I wanted to be a whole lot more prepared. Well, it, well, I mean, saying that though, you're looking at you've got Adam Collins who is playing great right now. I think some of his first, the last match he played, he was really out of it. Let me ask, do you think Adam is back? I'm not ready to say he's back until um, until we see what happens next. If, yeah, if, that, next if you match. understand what I mean. Because yes. his next match his... will be the big decider of if he's back. Well, your next match with him will be against Brendan Meyer. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be a match. I do not know what that looks like. Yeah, and looking at the Adam Collins, Peggy Gubbins, he won via TKO. Yeah. Well, let's go on and move on. Or do you want to move on to the next match, or you want to get those stats? Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to get those stats, but it's okay because I got all the matches the tournament matches that have happened this week in front of my face. And All by right. how, well, like what the score, what the score was. What was the score for this match? The score was 17 to 12. Wow. Well, we'll see what, how Adam does in the next match. Uh, we might ask Suge when he gets on what, what his, his thoughts on, on this match is. We'll go back and just ask him his opinion and saying that mm. let's move on to the next match. And that is, the deal breaker, Jacoby Bancroft versus the kid, Brendan Meyer. Yeah, that was Ooh. man. Look, I understand. Yeah. We will be we will be keeping our eye out for that exhibition match. Because I do oh, want to see how Adam match. plays live. I will say, I'm I'm sort of glad you put this match here first, even though this match came out after Barbarian and Alonzo. I'm very yeah. glad that you put this one here because Let's face it, you and I both knew what who was going to win going into this match because everyone has been spoiling it because I think they thought the match was supposed to go up a whole lot earlier than it actually did. I think it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to come out a lot yeah. quicker. Like I, on Schmodown, I hate it for him. Yeah, I, on Schmodown Rundown, Frank spoiled it. He was saying Brendan's in the tournament. And the entire time my brain was shouting out at Frank, stop saying that the match hasn't come out yet. <laughs> sure, it's been recorded, but it hasn't come out yet. Uh, oh, yeah, Brandon Hanna, uh, 0-2 and managing. Oh, that's so sad. Lucky was not, oh, man. not on Dick. Oh, Look, man. I haven't seen Steel Leo, but it's in that like geek thing, so I need to watch it eventually. I am not looking forward to it. But I will say, Jacoby and I had the same guess for that comic book question. He and I both said the losers. But yeah, that... Let, go ahead. Let me ask, do you think in this match, do you think think Brendan played better, or do you think Jacoby played better? It's really hard to say who played better, because it was very even, and it was just a f few slip-ups by Jacoby. And the, like, Jacoby played great, in that first and second round. And then there were slip-ups in round three for Jacoby. That really cost him the match. Yeah. I think... Is it weird to say I think Jacoby is the Brendan Meyer of this season? I can see it. Where it seems like he's so close. Yes! Yes, did you see this? I did not, because, you know, like, how much time I have to record stuff, I... I try my hardest to get get to editing as soon as possible. So what exactly did happen? Because I... Our stars are 0-4 when yeah. Roxy isn't here managing. 
Snyder, yeah. Hannah, Harley, and now Jacoby. <sighs> so what exactly well, happened? What I think happened was you had Brandon threw like threw shade at Jill or said something, and then Jill goes, "Well, at least uh, at least we've not seen a win from you this year, or something like that." <laughs> I mean, straight shade. I will say this: I, he does have one win this year. He has one win, and that was an yeah, IG. But that was just, so long ago. Bad. It it looked bad for him. I, I do not think Brendan calling. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's 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 dirty. That's so rude. I will say that Brendan <sighs> Brandon knows how to get heat, even though I bet Jacoby was probably there the entire time. Again, not me not seeing it, me just focusing on the match because that's what I was reacting to. I feel like Jacoby might have been like, oh, please stop, please stop, please stop. Hmm. Do you think it was gettable? I don't know because, um, like, I wasn't thinking of Macaulay Culkin at all. Because that was the answer. That was the answer to his question, right? It was Macaulay Culkin, yeah. Like, I wasn't thinking about Macaulay Culkin. Like, all I was trying to think of... Honestly, I think my first guess was Haley Joel Osment in my head. Me not knowing when Haley Joel Osment was very popular as a child actor. All I was thinking of, okay, child actor. Hmm. And I think Jonathan Lipnicki popped in my head. You know, my brain is weird. Not even once did I think about Macaulay Culkin. But yeah, this match was very much at the very, at, the, at least at the end of round two, it was a Jacoby match. And it was me going, okay, I know Brendan Meyer wins. Where does it fall apart? And when it got to his Jacoby's third point three pointer, I was like, okay, so this is where it fell apart. And then once I heard comic book movies, I was like, okay, what is the question that he got wrong? And then when it was the Kenneth Johnson direct what DC movie, I was like, okay, yeah, no one's gonna think about steel. <laughs> well, Jeremy, as you can see, that's how our brains um He's in the movie. <laughs> I mean, true. But it's one of those Steel is a movie that not many people watch for a good reason. How and especially if you're not an IG player, that's not gonna be a movie that you're gonna watch. Especially when you hear comic book movies as a category, you're not expecting a question about steel. It's yeah, so I don't fault Jacoby think- for missing it, but I think Brendan could have done a whole lot better. Overall, the final score was 23-19. We have a 23-19 for those Monsters, Inc. people who got that reference. 23-19. We got a 23-19. Anyway, it it was very close. All Jacoby needed to do was to get a five-pointer to win. Unfortunately, he was unable to do that. So Jacoby's season is over. Brendan Myers going on to play Paulo Yama, I believe. Uh, Brandon Meyer is going to play. What? Do you have the POV tournament bracket? No, no. Brandon Meyer plays Adam Collins. Oh yeah, Brandon's playing Adam. I just, I just said that. (laughs) I'm sorry, my brain is occasionally like not paying attention. But you're right, Brian. Brandon has only lost the champions in whether it's singles or teams. So we'll see if um. Oh wow. Brandon is able to get a victory over Adam Collins. Oh, ooh, oh, that's gonna be such a good match. This is a rematch from also, last year's tournament. Also, something else that they uh, they brought up is Brendan Meyer has never missed a five pointer. Will that change? It's it's honestly going to be the the match against Adam is going to be who had who is whose brain is turned on because with how we've seen Adam before the Peggy match, he's been in and out of it. He's not been 100%. And if you've been seeing Brendan, besides that match against Chance, he has been playing a different type of game. And I think it'll all ultimately come down to who's more focused. So That's what it's going to come down to. In saying that, I want to go ahead before this next one. I want to add our new our guest because I think he is ready and I need to start checking private chat more often. <laughs> and it is... Suge Knight. 
Hey, rookie should. mistakes. Rookie mistakes, Luke. What are you doing? I know. Watch that private <laughs> chat. What are you? Well, what, what happened was the private what chat normally was, has a it normally has a response. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I apologize. Oh, oh okay. How you guys doing? Okay, how you guys you. doing today? Doing good. How doing you doing? Good. Doing okay. Doing okay. It's been a been a long day. Long day. I'm very <laughs> tired. This weekend kind of kicked my ass. Uh, do you remember that you get you're getting older? Uh, sometimes and you can't do the things you used to do so i gotta remember that but hello jeremy how <laughs> you is. doing yeah i i heard luke almost say new host i i heard i, th- I thought he was saying that oh oh second. oh uh, new host kind of slipped, new host. It slipped oh out, wait but, uh, no, are, are you I'm saying i'm that. getting replaced y- yes well, we are that. eli i didn't even recognize you first off you look like a new york thug uh until oh, i saw well. the green uh, the blue <laughs> the blue lantern hat and then i knew who it was um how you doing eli i'm doing good thank you so much Thank you so much for joining us, being a no guest host here. We just talked about Jacoby and Brendan Meyer, but let's go back to the Adam Collins, Peggy Gubbins, oh, yeah. since you have been called here affectionately by Brian Nussbaum, the Den Shill. So I want your thoughts on this Den match. I am the resident Den Shill. I will not lie about that. Uh, that is me. I can <laughs> I can admit it. I can admit that. Um, look, this was going to be a tough match from Peggy, no matter what. Uh, any way you oh, slice yeah. it. Uh, Adam Collins is the former uh, champion from last year uh, into this year. Lost to Dan Merle. so we already knew it was going to be a tough match. Adam hasn't had the best year, and if you if you look back uh, on a couple of shows, uh, people talked about it and said, "Look, who do you think is going to have a rough year?" And a lot of people said, uh, I heard uh, Justin Hamilton said, you know, uh, Adam Collins. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, are you really, dude? And he's like, think about it. How, how much Adam accomplished last year. And for now this year, it's pretty much, you know, where, where is he going to go from winning the championship, beating Dan Merle? Only way he goes yeah. is down. Um, so we knew this was going to be a tough match. Uh, we knew it was going to be a tough match for <clears throat> Peggy Govins. You know who who's absolutely amazing, uh, and you know she she tried her hardest. You know, some, it's just sometimes you just don't get the questions. You know, I I believe in if I go back and look, I haven't uh, gone back and looked at the um, stats or anything. Um, but I believe it was in round two is where she she got into some trouble. Correct? If I'm I believe it was. Yes, yes, it was round, round two. Yeah. And so, you know, round two, uh, as the great Ferris Muthana would say, the will giveth and the will taketh. And the will taketh. <laughs> and it sucks. You know, I, I really wanted to see her go on a run. You know, she's, she's just she's just amazing. Um, but, I mean, that's just that's that's what's great about the Schmodown. I mean, you, I, I don't know if you guys were, had talked about um, – if you guys have talked about um, uh, Thomas Harper, Andrew DeMolanta. That just came down uh, to a last five week. Pointer. Last week, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but but you know, if you think about it, look at the look at the the Marisol McKee match and the Ethan Irwin match. Twenty seven points. You know, that, I think that was the score. 27, 20, 26, 25 was the score. Yeah, forty one forty is a good damn score in a five yeah. rounder and one of the hardest uh, hardest divisions in the league. And then to only lose to a five pointer, like. The, it's it's just crazy how the schmodown works and why we love the schmodown. But you know, Peggy, I know she was working uh, hard. I had talked, I had talked to her. Ah, uh, yeah, and and you can only go, and that's the thing. That's the unique part about schmodown um, is that um, the fact that you can only go over what you can and try to figure out what you because you're not you're never going to know what you're going to be asked on that day. Uh, I mean, we can all agree with that. You know, you're just you're just never going to know. So you can try to predict what they're going to ask you, um, and and try to and try to, but you're never going to know. So you got to make sure your your um, your knowledge is very very wide, because uh, especially in singles, because it's a very tough division to play in, uh, as oh, yeah. as we can see. So, well, um, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the next match. This was the match I've seen a lot of it, but due to just timing, what I heard there was a major challenge in this match or something happened. Do y'all know what happened or what they're, people are talking about? Or if there are anything in the specific happened? Along the match? I didn't hear anything like that. Okay. Okay. I, I wasn't I sure. Someone said something. Yeah. I, I could not. I wasn't for sure. 
Oh, uh, Eli, he's got all the backstage news. He, he knows somebody <laughs> behind stage. How? Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Okay, here we go. Alonzo was overconfident, thinking the king's hologram was the actual tile instead of a hologram for the king when it was really not. Okay, okay. okay so his benefit of that rule, again, that's coming come in that everybody was upset about. Man, that, that rule has been something that everybody's been talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, I mean, it's, it's part of the league, oh, so yeah. people are going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it's... Let me ask. I've not asked your opinion on it. What's your? Do you like the ruling, or do you think it needs to be fixed up some? Oh, I. Uh, if you listen to Jay Wade's show, uh, speaking of Schmodown, he had me on to talk about it. I absolutely hate the rule. Um, I think really? it absolutely, yeah. I think it should absolutely be. Um, oh, yep. Yeah, there's a couple. There's oh, a couple. Oh, that's the one. That the peg the Peggy Collins one actually made me upset because Mark brought it up in that match. It wasn't mm. the competitor. It was Mark who brought that one up. Oh yeah, that was the one where it was Mark like ruled it in a certain way and said like what Mark basically said but you can use your challenge I will let I will let you confer with your managers if you want to challenge my ruling as of right now instead of just moving on he said I'm going to bring up your managers and let you decide if you want to challenge I personally am not a fan of them doing that Uh, still. What? what happened? Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. It just wasn't working. Correct. Live TV. I, I switched from. I went from Wi-Fi to Ethernet. We're good. But no. Um, oh. Okay. The. I just felt like Mark should not have brought it up. I felt like in this occasion, Mark should have just moved on and not brought it up. And I've noticed. For a lot of times, it's normally Mark who brings up the, a lot of the issues with the benefit of the doubt rule. Is that accurate or? Yeah, I mean, it, again, and we were talking about it on J-Way's show where I said, I don't have a problem with the uh, with the with the benefit of doubt rule in round two or three because you're talking fast, maybe accent, you know, you never know. Um, but yeah. in round one, the objective is to write the answer down correctly on the board. That absolutely has to stay to that. And it, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, um, you shouldn't make an exception uh, for that because it just, just, that's just to me, it's clear as day. This is what the rule is. And that's what it should be. Um and Jeremy's right. Everybody was talking about benefit of the down rule, and now everybody's screaming about spoilers. Um, <laughs> can't win them all, Jeremy. You can't win them all. Uh, What's but, your thoughts on the spoiler discussion? That actually is an interesting one to bring up, too. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to throw him under the bus. I understand what he does and why he does it, so I, I completely understand. But I think the original post was saying spoilers and then the picture right there. It made sense why people were upset. Because it's like, why mm. put spoiler in a picture of what's being spoiled? I personally believe that it should have said spoilers. And then in the comments, you put the picture and things like that. So that way, if somebody doesn't want to see it, they uh, they can look in the comments. Uh, but I understand. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, right? Uh, Jeremy. As long as they ain't yelling at you. Um, uh, but I understand. I understand being upset about spoilers. And we got to remember, there's other people uh, nationally. Or not actually, but uh, people that are in other countries that want to, you know, that wake, that can't watch until the next day. So I, I get it. I understand their frustrations. And I'm not going to be the ones that tell them, well, don't, do, you know, turn off your social media. To, no, I mean, just let, let, let's be honest that the Facebook group, you should kind of wait a couple days or whatever to put anything in the, in the group. And and Twitter's is is a free for all. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way I look see, at it. That, see, I honestly... Uh, Honestly, thank you for letting me know that. I am struggling with that due to because I always post like the player of the week. See, um, Matt, like just I'll always do a post or something like just excited about what whoever won. But I don't know fully how to handle the 
non-spoiler ruling because it's it is kind of tricky. There's nothing saying after a pay-per-view not to post something the next day. It is kind of difficult to decide how to put your information out because I mean this moment was a super important moment and we'll actually move on to that match. It was a massive moment that everyone was super excited about, but it due to it being a pay-per-view I think for the, is it bad to say sometimes I wish we could do the live shows like the like like collision where it was a live show on YouTube where we did not have to worry about people spoiling not spoiling stuff like that um I think I think one thing we all do do need to remember is that I understand it it's if we're considering this a sport if we're considering a competition we have to look at it both ways. I think one of the hard parts you're right is when do we put up, you know, because we want to talk about it. Some of us, some of us are going live right after the sh- right after it airs, and some of us yeah. are are doing other things. So, I completely understand where you're coming from. My whole thing is, and f- from what I remember, from one of my understanding is, is we could do spoilers, um, as far as Twitter, as far as Instagram and all that, but the Facebook group is where they want to be careful with it. Um, okay. And so okay. that that has always been my understanding is the Facebook group give it twenty four hours, um, and with the um, and with the um, Twitter and all that stuff you can you can absolutely because it's it's your own feed and things like that. Um, maybe not tag uh, Christian or okay. um, them right away, uh, okay. but. Okay. I mean that's just, that's just how my whole feeling is on it, but I, I completely understand. Trust me, we I've done shows right after pay per views. I've done shows, uh, you know, when the, like I do a show tonight, and you know the <laughs> the Patreon match comes out, and I've accidentally spoiled it because I, you know, I'm just trying to talk about things because I know ahead of time, okay, this is what's going to happen. I want to talk about it, and we got to remember that others out people out there that don't know spoilers, um, things like that. So we got to be we got to be a little bit careful. But I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, it's, it's just, I think on my end of it, due to, I'm always wanting to put art out, because I, I, I love doing the art and graphics and different stuff. That's just my favorite thing to, to do and make. I get excited, and thankfully, I normally am waiting till about Sunday before posting anything. I'll normally wait till Sunday. Normally, I won't post anything on Saturday. And so I think I'm going to start playing it safe and will not post anything until Sunday if I'm going to do like a player and manager of the week. I think that's yeah. probably safer. I, I I believe so. I think that would be the the smart the smart idea, uh, just simply to, you know, you know, make sure that you're not upsetting people. That that's I guess that's the the word is everyone is getting upset with with this whole thing. So we got to be very careful. Mm-hmm. I'm to I'm still we're still small enough where people don't get upset with us. <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> Say that now. Okay? <laughs> uh, don't worry, they're coming. They're waiting. They're in red right now. They're like, oh, oh yeah, goodness. we're going after those Galaxy Geese guys, uh, especially that Eli guy. We're going after him. I know, right? Well, I can't look. It's not my fault that I can say I've beaten some people. Anyway, moving on to this match, which was a very historical match: the singles title, Marisol McKee, the first African American to ever win the singles belt, and also the first female to ever win the singles belt. I want to go to Suge first. Your overall thoughts on this match when you first watched it right after everything. Go. I mean, I mean, what else can you say? Like this was a very, very important match. We all knew it was important. The question was, is look at if you behind Dan Merle this year, Ethan Irwin's played amazing. Uh, he's been oh, one yeah. of the best all year. Uh so you so you were you could say you're a little, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, what does Marisol got to do to beat Ethan Irwin? Um, and she did it. She did what she was supposed to. Um, and she went in there and with the confidence and, you know, she, she was ready to play. And I think that's, that's what got her to win and very, very happy for her and very happy for just the league because she is going to represent the league uh, tremendously. And she has a big match against Chance, and you know she gets to spectacular uh, with the belt. I mean, it's it's party on, you know, party on, waiting party on, Garth. You know, we're gonna have fun. Um, so I am super excited to see what she does in this uh, in this New York oh, match. Wow. But um, the significant was amazing. 
Yeah, I saw Jeremy and see, and it sucks because I was supposed to be there. So the day <laughs> that they the day that they announced the second Cantina match uh, for this week, where I'm which where I'm going to be at, uh, I was going to buy my tickets for this match, and then they're like, "Oh no, there's Kalinowski Amaru with Saul," and I'm like, "Oh well, going to see Saul play, <laughs> you know." So well, I, I missed this match live, and I saw Jeremy in the videos, and I was like, oh, I could have well, been hanging out with Jeremy. What sucked for me is that my vacation in L.A. started the day after they recorded this. So mm. I, I missed it by a day, and I still can't go to the Kalinowski Cantina match. So I'm just missing both of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, I had to buy my. I had to buy that ticket for me. Oh, um, chance JT Ethan Saul slash Parker and Marisol are my picks for comeback player of the year. I would say I wouldn't say chance, um, because he was a champion last year. Uh, it's very hard to say. It's very hard to say. Uh, you know, chance. Uh, you know why? Why you know player of the year and stuff and give your opinion because. It's very. It it depends on the criteria, mm-hmm. um, so that's just me personally. I I I like I love Chance. You know, I think he's awesome. I just wouldn't give it to him this year simply, you know, because he's, you know, he was a champion last year. So I would say well, if I, mean, I would say at least for Player of the Year, if Marisol beats Chance and she defends at Spectacular, she's locked for Player of the Year or at least Singles I, Player of the Year. I, I think I Player of the Year is coming out of the Star Wars. I think Player of the Year is coming out of the Star Wars division. Well, again, I, that's I why too. I said, or I at least Thomas singles Harper. player of the year. Do yeah. you think, due to the lo- this loss, does this take Ethan Irwin out of the running for player of the year? If he does not... Because um, I think he's done now. Uh, other than no, teams. He, no, no, no. Got... He has teams. He has teams. Yeah. Yeah, he has, he has teams. So, I think other than... It's hard, ain't it? <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it is hard because it's like, yeah, that's tough. Um, if he doesn't win the team's title, yeah, I think because I, I like I just said, I think I think Player of the Year is coming out of Star Wars division. Uh, if you look at it, you have Andrew Demolanta who beat the unbeatable Alex Damon, um, and you have Thomas Harper who's gone per- who is undefeated going into spectacular. Oh, yeah. Here's my mm-hmm. other Star Wars pick. If Nikki DeMolanta mm. runs this tournament and runs uh, and runs um, and beats uh, Thomas Harper at the champ, um, she has to get past Ross and she has to get past mm-hmm. Alex Damon. But let's say she gets past Ross, then she gets past Alex Damon, and then she beats and let's just put them all over there. Uh, you know, Eric Wiley, Laura Kelly, Gold Leader, Scrimshaw. Okay, that's that's a good group. So you beat that, and then you beat Thomas Harper. She's five and zero, wins the championship. I'd be hard pressed not to give her the, the player of the year. I mean, there's that a very good hey, Very hard. Hey, don't hey, don't forget. Uh, you've got Alex playing his wife as well. Yes, so we and, we, and she's and, gonna play her. That's that's true. I mean, I'm. Look, I know what you mean. Alex I Damon. know what you mean. It's Alex Damon. I <laughs> if, if you want to get mad at me and say, "Well, he's still playing." I understand, but it's Alex freaking Damon. Like, come on. That hey, is- this year has been the biggest surprises in matches. I I would not put it back past anyone this season. Absolutely. I would not put it past anybody uh for for uh this these tournaments. Uh it's 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 crazy that the how good everybody is in these tournaments. You know, it mm-hmm. is oh, yeah. really crazy. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see who can do what. Um, well, I'm excited for. Well, it. let's. We we don't have you for too much longer, but we're going to go ahead and move on to our predictions for this week because this week okay. is going to be an intense mat matches. So the first match is Nikki Demolanta versus Ross uh, Arsenault. Me and mm-hmm. Eli have already watched it, but we already did a prediction before the match, so we can go ahead and just tell our prediction, and then we can talk about what we what your thoughts are on this match. Okay, Works out yeah, good. I, I haven't got I haven't got to see the match, 
but I know who wins. Uh, oh, so yeah, I, I someone spoiled it for me today, so oh. I haven't got to see who how it how it goes. So uh, I'm not gonna give you my prediction. Uh, okay. No, it, I yeah, I think Luke. I think we should also skip that prediction because we again we have seen it, so we know who wins. So it could sway a vote. But uh, Brian Brian's, has uh, Ross. Ooh, nice. We'll see what happens there. But yeah. in saying that, let's move on to the Mike Kalinowski versus Paul Walter Hauser. This match to me is the most. It could be one of the best or the most blowout matches this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Eli, who are you going with? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, for me, honestly, I am going for Mike because Mike, even on his worst team's day, he's been able to hold his own. Paul Walter Hauser mm-hmm. in his match against um, in his match against Horowitz, I don't think he was he showed he showed out enough to me in that match. But Mike, even on his worst singles day in like a team's match, he's still able to hold his own. So I'm picking Mike in my in my opinion. I think Mike is gonna walk out with a W. I think Mike is coming out of this match. I do not know for the rest of the matches because, like Leo says, Mike is focusing on the IG belt. And so I think he'll win this match, but I do not know how deep he'll go into the tournament. So I'm going Mike this match, but I might not go for him the next match. Jug, where are you going? Um, I'm going with Mike. I mean, you have to go with the veteran. I mean, as, as, uh, as awesome as it's been to have uh, Paul Walter Hauser in the league, I think simply you have to go with Mike. He has the experience. He's a champion. Um, and I think it would be the, a big mistake not to go with Mike. So I think it's definitely Mike Kalinowski for me. Oh, yeah. So you're going to try and get an interview with Paul Walter Hauser one day? I mean, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Like, you know, <laughs> hey, what's up, man? You know, can, can, can you hook it up with some tickets? You know, something. Uh, but, can you give me a hand at the next Cobra Kai? Right. Can you, can you, can oh, you get me on the next, the set of the Cobra Kai, please? <laughs> that would be dope. All right, this next match, and I'm going to start with Suge on this one because you have a lot of a lot of stake in this match. I would say is Ben okay, Bateman but, versus Paige Ferretti. <laughs> okay, I want I want to make sure that because I I said this and then someone said I don't know if you said that Eli. You guys were on the bracket breakdown. Did I yes. not say Paige was going to go all the way to the finals? I yeah. think you did. Okay, I, think I just want to make sure. Okay, I'm gonna reiterate. Paige for Bretty is going to the finals. Paige is beating Bateman. She's gonna beat Bibiani or whoever comes out of the other quadrant, and then she's gonna beat she's gonna beat whoever's on the other side, and and it's gonna be playing Marisol in New York. I'm calling it so now. But yes, I got Paige. I got for the this. bracket up right now. So you're I calling Paige versus Marisol? Yep, Man. I am calling Paige wow. versus Marisol. Spectacular. Why are you feeling? Why are you feeling Paige so much? I think, dude, she came in with the fire like like crazy, and that and that Peggy Govins match. Let's be honest, Peggy in that first round had a real tough time, and she and Peggy knows it. Peggy will say, "I had a tough time." If 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 Peggy would have just struggled a little bit more, Paige gets that win, and mm-hmm. we're we're talking, and she, we're talking possibly a different situation. So I. I really think uh, uh, Paige is 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 up for um, a big win. I think I think she's gonna I think she's gonna get it, and I think she's focused. If you talk to her, this is what she's re- she's really 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 focused on this. So, <laughs> well, I know Jeremy. I like it. I mean, there, there are certain people I love. Jeremy, you are one of them. Um, <laughs> Well, also you know? all of the dead members in the tournament are gone. So that's that is true. Also, oh, thank wow. you for reminding. Thank you for reminding me, Eli. <laughs> oh, I'm wow. sorry, but I didn't look, even realize that's, that. That's the show. We got to analyze the bracket and show that hey, no one from the den is left, so he has to pick someone else. That's very true, <laughs> Eli. Who are you going with? Well, um, everything Shug said, like about her having a fire. He's 100% correct. I'm choosing Paige because when you look at the match, mm. sure, Ben is probably going on throughout the entire week saying, oh, I'm not going to um, 
um, doubt her or anything like that. But it's one of those things where I feel like he's taking her. He may be saying he's not taking her lightly, but I feel like he slightly is taking her a little lightly. Whereas Paige is super focused on making sure that Ben does not continue. Ben is just sitting back trying to be relaxed. Paige is focused. And I think that's what's going to hurt Ben. And I think ultimately his character's narcissism may also hurt him as well because Paige is not very much as narcissistic as his character is. So I'm Paige is going for the win. I'm Eli, just, Eli goes for the throat with people. Look, Eli says, yeah, he does. You screw you. Look, and this is how I feel. Look, I have been in the shoes of seeing competitors being like playing against people who have a lot of narcissism in their character and it not working out for them. I know what it's like, even on the outside. I'm like, ah, shouldn't have been a bit of a narcissist. Otherwise, you would have won. And that's that's what may happen to Ben because Paige is not going in narcissistic. She's going in being like, no, I need to win. I know I'm good, but I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for my faction, and I'm doing it for me. Whereas I feel like Ben is just focused on his own path and his own career to the title. Here's yeah. my thoughts. I think... I'm gonna go. I'm going against both of you. I'm going with Ben Bateman. I my thoughts on this one. I do think pay. And here's the thing: if I'm wrong, I'm gonna be super happy because I mean, I'll say this, most of the time you are. Most of the time you're wrong. I mean, we, uh, we can all yeah. Uh, oh, uh, after the reaction we uh, just did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no. He I was so confident in one of the questions that he was happy. Like, look, it's one of the choices, so I must be right. Turns out it's wrong. <laughs> my my problem. I, I, I gotta give you a hard. I gotta give you a hard time, Luke. That's all. oh, somebody's got to. <laughs> no, my my thing this year though is Ben Bateman. I if he loses, this might be his last season. I don't think so. No, I think he I think he'll I think I think he'll come back. I, my fear with Ben recently is he's been he's been a different player than he was in past seasons. He gets super ramped up like at the beginning. He was like, oh, I'm not going to miss a question this year. And then we see what happens. I think Ben has been – I think Ben is a great competitor. I love Ben. I love watching him play. Just for some reason, Ben gets too arrogant in his play. And so I uh, could see Ben losing this one, but I'm going with Ben. All right. Unfortunately, I got to go because our guest has arrived in our oh, stream. You're so good. I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I will talk you're to you guys good. later. Hey, thanks. Hey, thank you so much for joining. Hey, hey, before you go, who who you got on tonight? Who you want to plug? Let everyone know. Uh, Andrew Demolanta and Marisol McKee will be on tonight. Uh, so come check that out. Uh, that will be in about eight minutes. Awesome. Hmm. Let them know that we think they're great and we cannot watch, wait to watch the interview. No problem. You guys have a good night. I'll tell Thanks them. Have you a good night. Awesome. Yeah, that so was great. great to have, it's so great to have a third person on the desk. It, it's different. I actually really enjoyed yeah. that. That was great. So, yeah. Do you want to do predictions for the Collins-Merle exhibition? Yeah. See, look, this we'll match. We won't we, count it. Yeah, this will not count to our scores, which I'm still leading, but you've gained points these past two weeks. Don't worry. I remember. I just don't have a pen on me so I can mark them. But anyway, um, Collins versus Murrow. I believe this is, again, I was so focused on trying to watch the match that I missed the opening bit of it. And so some of oh, the comments fine. can correct me. Was Did they say it was a three-rounder or a five-rounder? Three-round. Okay, three-rounder. I did watch this. Um, Okay, three rounds. Oh, man. Choosing a winner for a three-rounder now between two people who prefer five-rounders. Okay, because it's live, I may have to give it to Merle for the simple fact of he's more experienced. Then again, then again. Yep, yep. Jeremy Jeremy gave it to us. Three rounds. Thank you, Jeremy. Then again... If I were to use that logic, Ethan, I would have picked Ethan the win against Marisol, and we all know, saw what happened there. Actually, oh, man. Okay, I'm taking it back. I'm going to pick Collins. I'm picking Adam to win Ooh. because I can almost guarantee that 
um, exhibition match was in the works for a bit. And I feel like they might have been training Adam up to get ready for this match as well as like train Marisol up to get ready for a title match. So I'm picking Adam Collins to win in a live setting at the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Because I believe that's where it's I, at. Yes, I am going with Merle. I think Merle, he's playing really good this season. Merle's playing really good. Yes, he had a loss against Ethan, but I mean, Merle's still playing great this What's season. What's funny is, do you have the tournament bracket? Yeah. Um, pull that pull up, up for a second. We'll, we'll do a round two breakdown. So let's look at round two. If Merle and Collins make it to the semifinals, we'd be seeing this as a rematch, by the way. That's so funny. So, okay, let's look. Let's go through round number two and just look at the matchups. We're not going to predict who we think's going to win. We'll just, like, analyze each of them. So we got Dan Merle, Lon Harris. What are your thoughts going into this match? Oh, that's going to be I, – I don't know. Lon, Lon is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Lon is probably the most unpredictable player in general. I would say if he play if he plays the way he played against Khan, he may pull up a upset victory. But um, as you saw, as we saw with how he played, he did not play perfect. He did not play that great. He played average, in my opinion. And I think Dan, like again, Dan beating Lon is a little obvious at this point. But yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll quickly go down the rest of it. Janine going up against either Mike or Paul. That's going to be a fun match. Um, Paul Ayala versus um, the Barbarian. That is going to be a matchup that's <clears throat> again. I don't know who to. I don't want to start predicting, but that's going to be a fun one to watch. Again, like this bracket. Oh, yeah. Mar- yeah, Paul L- Barbarian. Leo's got Marl over Lawn. Yeah, I mean that's not a. That's not. So bad to choose Janine over Hauser. Oh, yeah, think, yeah, because he chose Hauser over Mike. Yeah, because so, he thinks Mike's focusing on IG, which yeah, I don't blame. Which him again, on that one. again, it's a reasonable, it's a reasonable thing to say. Ooh. Oh, Oyama, yeah, oh. I can see that. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, Barbarian did not play. Barbarian has been a very interesting player. Like he played he really well. Player. He played really well against Alonzo, but. <laughs> It's not Oyama Aww. over Barbarian. A Collins over Meyer. I can see that. I can see that. But again, like Brendan Meyer could throw us throw us all a loop and pick Collins. So we go over I'm to the right side Meyer of the bracket. Wins that one. Yeah. All right. You got. I know you do. You got Ben um, Bateman versus Paige for Betty. We, we all already kind of talked all, about that one. Yeah. Paige, in my opinion, is yeah. Then we get Josh Horowitz which is versus Griffey Nunes, which will be live in New York. So that may be the decider because Griffey used to being in front of an audience, Josh sort of in front of an audience whenever there's like panels and stuff like that. So it's all dependent. I'm, I'm still think I'm one of the people that I'm thinking Horowitz is going to be the one that ends Griffey Nooms, but we'll have to wait and see. Bibiani versus Ty mm. Lieberman. Another, see, Leo, you get yep. it. You get me. Le- you get me. Leo's just, Leo, I, honestly, I love the, the live chat. I, yeah, I really I love having these live, live shows. It's great. Um, Bibiani versus Ty Lieberman. I feel sorry for Ty because he's going up against yeah. Bibiani. This is our second yeah. Quirky Mercs Finsock Exchange match, which, in my opinion, both Quirky Mercs are beating oh, Finsock yeah. Exchange. And oh, then yeah. our final one, David Del Rio versus James White. You, my opinion on James White, and they're not changing anytime soon. Um, <laughs> I'm, again, the end. In my reaction, I said James White's not getting past Del Rio, and I'm sticking by that statement. Uh, I kind of so agree. I wanna, so I want to look through this for a moment. There are three Dungeon players, two Swag, one Stars, three Finstocks, two Corruption, three Quirky Mercs, unknown about if Mike Kalinowski wins – That'll be three, three corruption. corruption. Yeah. So that's been the most. So the Dan is the only faction to not have a round two player. Man, that's just so bad. That's so sad. Oh, it really is. Leo well, has, it's, it's like reading my mind. 
But yeah, that was a quick breakdown of round two. And that has been our show. Luke, we had a great guest pop in to be our third host. I think we did pretty great. Pretty great. Um, Next week, who knows who I pick for Rookie of the Week? Because we only got two left on that. It's either Bradley Tingle or Brother Lomas. Which it's you know how because you want to what you won't wait till Brother Lomas to yep. the very last moment. <laughs> yep, very much. Brother Lomas will be the last rookie of the week we ever see this year. But yeah, I feel like I this has been a great show. Him so bad. Look, if you him give so him if you give him a link to the streamyards for that rookie of the week, I may find you at your house and stab you. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all so much for joining us today. Again. Don't forget to hit the like button if you like this video. Also, hit the subscribe button. That way you can be up to date with all the videos that we have here on the channel. Also, hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever we go live again, which this setting, Luke, you're selling me on the setting of doing live shows. Oh, I love it. And so, yeah, you can be notified whenever we're going live or whenever a new reaction, whether that be a trailer or Schmodan reaction, goes up. Also, don't forget to leave a comment down below not in the live Please like the video. Please yeah. please like, like the video too. Yeah. Also, five-star review on the podcast version of the episode. Tell us what you like. Oh, yeah. Thank you Jeremy's so much, Jeremy. Best. Thank you so much. With all that being said, I've been your host, Ian McKegg. That has been Luke Sutter, and thank you so much to Shug Knight for joining us, and I hope you all have a great rest of the day.